Asia Tech Podcast. Voice of the Asian Tech Ecosystem. Welcome to Ashley Talks Podcast number 17. Today we're speaking with Jason Wang, who is the founder of Make Block which is robotics company. And uh, Jason was robot enthusiast since early, early age and recently was named top 30 entrepreneurs under 30 by Forbes in China. Jason, welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Ashley. It's great to have you here. Um, uh, Jason, yeah. just recently I visited your office in Shenzhen together with uh, a couple of friends from the Wall Street Journal and I was blown away from what you're building. It's huge. It's interesting. It's, it's exciting. So tell us more about uh, MakeBlock. So um, MakeBlock is a kind of a company that provides uh, um, solutions that help people to create, you know, um, if people have an idea, they want to realize their idea, normally they need uh, something on the uh, mechanical side, electronic side, and the software side. So what we do is to provide a platform that integrates with mechanical, electronical, and the software all together to help people to create and also help the students to learn, to help students to create new things. That's beautiful. And I was in your showroom. I saw so many robots. Some of them look like peacocks. Some of them are, uh, you know, like like little uh, entertainment parks. Some of them look like bugs or butterflies. Um, so is it only for fun? Or can this robot that you're building with uh, MakeBlock, can they actually be functional? Yes, because um, uh, most of so in our platform, we have some metal parts that is really strong and uh, uh, professional, and they can build some uh, really just uh, be be really used in uh, in some situations. For example, with uh, with our some of our parts, the customers can build a three D printer machine or laser cutting machines. Yes, it uh, can build some uh, real things. But mostly it's for education and for fun, for people to realize their ideas, to enjoy the process of building things by themselves. And this is so important right now these days, building something by yourself. Asia Tech Podcast. Find out more at atp.show. Before we go and explore more about MakeBlock, can you tell us about your journey? You are just above 30 years old and you have already achieved so much, built such a huge company. Uh, what was your journey? So I learned uh, aircraft design in my university and before my dream is to become a designer of an aircraft. And uh, uh, so, but uh, when I was in my uh, during my master's degree, I found myself also very interested in robotics. So, um, and I uh, spent a lot of time to doing robotics-related projects in my university, and uh, and also doing robotics is uh, this era is also uh, very popular. So, when I graduate, I choose to come to Shenzhen, which is uh, uh, very, uh, how to say, um, uh, a a city that uh, is uh, very suitable to doing hardware companies. Yeah. So uh, I uh, so I graduated from university and uh, I started my job in Shenzhen. The first year in in Shenzhen, I worked as an electronic engineer in Ooh. a company, and uh, then just uh, I, I just worked for one year, and then I uh, quit my job and uh, start this uh, business, start uh, doing make block. Yeah. And how, how how has that transition happened? You know, you were an electronic engineer, which is not the most exciting job, and suddenly you quit it and you become an entrepreneur. How has that happened? What motivated you? What encouraged you? Who supported you? Actually, so in my universities, I already set my long-term goal. I, uh, I make the decision that I, I, re I want to start my own company, and uh, this company should be related to robotics, which is my interest. And uh, so, 
so when I graduated, I have so I choose Shenzhen be my first city, and uh, and I know that without any job experience, it's very hard for me to start my own company. Of course. So I uh, I decide to work just for one year to know how the how the society outside the school works. And uh, then after one year of work, I think I'm I'm ready for that, and it's time to 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 take the risk. So that- I just uh, quit my job and uh, start this business. But uh, about the idea of MakeLog is uh, is that during the process that doing my own building my own robots, I find it's uh, the this process is very hard and. It's hard to find the materials, find the tools, and the need to learn a lot of new technology. I think the barrier of building things is very high. So I want to solve these problems. And uh, then I got the idea of MakeBot. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the, the platform that, yeah, building the platform that help, uh, help uh, makers like me to quickly realize their ideas. That's beautiful. And what we can learn from your story is really that you had a plan, right? You had this passion and you already had a plan. And then you went out to learn from another another company and you actually moved to Shenzhen. So you positioned yourself before that success happened. Um, what about your family? In China, families are extremely important. Has your family supported you along the way? Is it also a family of entrepreneurs? Or were they skeptical? No, no. My my company, uh, my my family is uh, is uh, just very uh, normal and kind of like poor uh, family, which is in the downtown of a small city. Yeah, my uh, my parents are farmers, so uh, actually they uh, uh, they can't provide any help on uh, on my uh, on my career side. Yeah. But uh, they they uh, they support me. They uh, they support my decision. Yeah, and uh, this is also very important. And they they ask me not to be much worry about their uh, other things. Don't don't uh, much, much much worry about the, that to uh, to support their life. They can uh, they can uh, live on their own, and I can uh, enjoy what I I want to do. And this is so important to have the family background, to have the family support, right? And and this is such an inspiring story. So are your parents proud of you right now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they should be. <laughs> they, they, they are, I'm sure they are extremely proud. And you are an inspiration to millions of people. So tell me, when you started, um, uh, um, when you started Block. Was it always successful or were there some dark moments when you really wanted to quit or things were just not coming along? Actually, in the very beginning, it's, um, it's, um, it's very hard. So in the, in the first, maybe uh, in the first three months, you have a lot of passion. You just started this, this journey. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but after about uh, three months later, your passion it will be a little lower. And uh, you don't have, uh, at that time I start by my own. I don't have any partners that work with me. So it's just myself. And, uh, and uh, I'm started to run out of money because I don't have much money uh, than when I start this. So um, I feel the very, uh, so the biggest problem is that uh, you have only, um, you, you, you don't have partners. It's only yourself. It's you know, no one to discuss, no one to uh, work together. So lonely is the biggest uh, problem in the in the first year, and it's uh, it's very hard. Yeah, that's the yeah. dark moment. And uh, I run out of all my money, and I lend money from some of my uh, my best friends, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really hard in in the first year. Yeah, and then what happened? What turned it all around? Um, so, uh, I think the, the first big step for me is to join Hex incubator. So that's, that's about, that's about, uh, one year when I quit my job, I, uh, I met Syria in Shenzhen 
he is the founder of uh, Hex Incubator. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he asked me to join the this incubator. And uh, yeah, this helped me a lot. They provided some uh, some money and uh, some other resources that uh, could help me to make to make some connection with the customers outside China and uh, yeah, some some something about the marketing and uh, marketing resources and uh, some thoughts about marketing. Yeah. That's beautiful. And just so our listeners know, right now, MakeBlog has four subsidiaries worldwide. They are present in more than 140 countries and regions. They've got more than 1,000 partners globally and more than 4.5 million users worldwide. Uh, and I think you are serving more than 20,000 schools across the globe, which is a huge achievement. How many years did it take you to get there? Actually, I start this, so I quit my job, it's the, it's the year 2011, but in the first year, it's, uh, it was only myself, so I joined the incubator, it's uh, the beginning of, of 2012, I think that's the first step, and uh, we, we take about yeah, six years, and in 2014, we raised about six million in our sales A, which is from Sequoia Capital China. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, in 2000 and uh, in 2017, we uh, closed a 30 million sales B round, led by uh, Shenzhen Capital Group. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. And that's US dollars we're talking about. Yeah, US dollars. And this is U.S. dollars we're talking about. That's absolutely, absolutely fascinating. So you said that Hacks uh, has helped you a lot. That incubator really propelled you forward. What are some of the learnings that you, uh, you know, that you've learned, some of the lessons that you've learned along the way? If you were a startup entrepreneur right now doing, uh, you know, technology and you did not have access to Hacks, what could you advise them to do or to look into that propelled your business forward most? I think the very important thing is the first is the uh, interest. Yeah, I believe that one should start the business or career from the interest. Then you will find the reason to, to persist on it. Yeah. Because the process is really, really hard. And <laughs> your interest will help to persist on this. And uh, another thing to think different I have seen lots of people fail these years in starting their own business. One of the reasons is that they don't have the new ideas. They just see the market. The market is is big, and they don't they they don't spend a lot of effort on creating new things. They just they just provide a very normal product and willing to this normal product can uh, can compete others, but it's it's nearly impossible because as a startup company, you don't have other uh, advantages instead of product. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that that's important. Yeah. That's absolutely. That's extremely, extremely interesting. Um, I know that you are... Uh, right now also focusing a lot on the children, right? So you're bringing these products and those uh, robots to schools and uh, you're actually encouraging this education. Um, what do you think is the future of, you know, kids uh, that grow up building robots? Uh, I think so for kids who learn learning STEM or learning programming or learning building robotics is not for it's it's not for the for the future engineers. So learning this this kind of things is to help them to be more creative, to practice the skills of solving problems. And uh, in the this new technology like uh, robotics technology, programming technology, and other electronic technology is only the tools they used to solve problems. And they need to to uh, to they need to be um, to they they need they they need to be familiar with using these tools because without these tools it's very hard for them to solve normal problems. 
or right. to be uh, creative to create a new things for the yeah. future. So yeah. it's not for for future and just for for future uh, like uh, engineers. We don't need that so much engineers. But I think everyone needed to be creative. Everyone needed to be uh, uh, to have a strong ability on solving problems. Yeah. That's right. And right now, how do you see the market embracing the product? I know that you are selling worldwide a lot and you are selling some in China. Uh, are the parents and schools and students ready for this product? Are they embracing it? Yes. Uh, what we see is the STEAM education is taken off in China. And the first is the national police. The Ministry of Education of People's Republic of China started putting strength on the STEAM education and the maker education, and has launched several official announcements, declared that the schools and the teachers should bring in programming, AI, IoT, yeah, yeah, actual, yeah. Uh, this kind of advanced technology into class. So, yeah, in April 2018, the Ministry of Education launched educational info, educational information, educational information 2.0, indicating that schools should focusing on help students developing inter, interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary, this, yeah, okay. interdisciplinary, <laughs> yeah, 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 ability. yeah, yeah, yeah. Capital market. So more and more investors are interested in STEM education field. The potential STEM education market in China is more than eight trillion US dollars. Oh wow! Yeah. That's, so that's, for that's huge. Yeah. 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 So MakeBook, as a as one of the global leading STEM education company, MakeBook offers solutions including hardware, software, content, and robotics competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we can we can provide an integrated uh, solution for STEM education, and uh, I think this is that's a very good opportunity for us on on marketing side. Absolutely. So right now, uh, are you selling fifty percent in China, fifty percent around the globe, or what are your what are your ratios there? So right now it's thirty uh, percent in China and seventy percent outside China. Mm-hmm. And do you think it's going to be more and more uh, global uh, or is going to be more focused on China going forward? I think, the, yeah, we will keep globally, but uh, we see the growth speed in China. It's much faster than, uh, than outside of China. So the, so as the percentage ratio inside China will be, we, we will say it will be more, more and more, more than right now, so more than thirty percent, yeah. But we uh, we will keep ourselves a, a global expanding company. Right. And uh, when you say the rest of the world, what are some countries on top that are actually investing in this technology and basically embracing your products? So first, I think is the uh, American. Yeah, the STEM education. Uh, yeah, Americans started this kind of program very uh, very early, and the government have a lot of. Uh, uh, policy that uh, encourage this. Second is I think is in uh, in Europe like mm-hmm. France, Spain, and mm-hmm. uh, Germany, England, and some Asian companies, uh, some Asian uh, uh, countries like uh, Korea, Japan mm. is also uh, started their program, national program to. Uh, promote uh, STEM education. Mm, 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 yeah, mm. and uh, also China. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. So one of the one of the strongest uh, strongest uh, countries in the world, yeah, the f- f- many first tier countries there. That's beautiful. Um, talking about uh, MakeBlock, I know that you are basically creating robot parts that can be put together. You're also working on software so you can program your little robot to do things or you can program your own game. Um, and I know that within your company, you also hold uh, those uh, not hackathons, but this robot building days when you push your staff to constantly challenge themselves and come up with new robots. Why exactly do you do that? Yeah, you, I think you mean the we call it a maker phone in, yeah. inside of a company. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, we um, I think we already hold about more than 30 times of Megaton inside of a company. And this is uh, very important uh, to keep our company be more creative and encourage all of our members to be creative. Uh, so how do does it work? So how does it work? So what, what does it mean? So everybody shall come and everybody shall create. Tell us more how Makeathlon works. Yeah, so Makeathlon is, so in a, every Makeathlon, everyone can, inside of the company can join the Makeathlon. So we talk, normally we will have a topic, each Makeathlon have a topic like, uh, like for example, robotics and art. So uh, following the topic, we will have uh, a lot of teams. So these team members made from different departments, maybe someone from uh, R&D, someone from the market, someone from the sales. So different people, they will be, they will, uh, uh, be in, in one team, and this team needs to think about an idea and... Uh, then they, uh, they need to take about, uh, uh, I think it's uh, 36 hours to make this idea, be, uh, to realize this idea. I think this is the very important uh, difference. Not only thinking about the new ideas, but to, to realize, to, realize idea, it. to mm. make this idea. Yeah, and then finally, we will have, uh, 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 how to say uh after after the, the so everyone will show over the the project and to make the demo and uh, we will have a small competition between the teams yeah mhm mm mhm mm and there will be prizes i presume so this 30 you said 30 38 hours to realize a robot yeah to come up with your own robot yeah so this Yes, one and a half days, 36 hours. Perfect. So do people go home? Do people sleep? Or they just work all these 38 hours? <laughs> yeah, it's called a megathon. It's kind of it's more, very much likely a, a, a marathon. So, so every team wants to win. So most of the teams, they, uh, they will, so we work very late. Maybe someone will keep working 24 hours or Ooh. more yeah, to make sure they can, uh, they can have, uh, have a very good result in a few, uh, lately. And uh, yeah, because people have the passion to create and so they can uh, insist on this. Absolutely, absolutely. And what is your favorite robot? I know that you are participating in those uh, makeathons as well. So what is your favorite robot ever built by you or by another team member? Uh, my favorite robot is, uh, it's kind of robot that looks like Wally. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. This Wally is my favorite film. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we have a robot that is the shape is like a Wally. And uh, I think this, this is my, my favorite. And <laughs> now we are, we have some uh, new products, which is also very uh, attractive. For example, the of Cody Rocky. Cody Rocky is very, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, very functional and uh, it's very cute. And, uh, and many kids like it. And this is one of my, uh, my favorite robots. Oh, uh, I think I saw him as well. No, this is, this is beautiful. Okay, so talking about China right now, you mentioned already that the government is pushing, uh, you know, STEM education and is supporting entrepreneurs on all fronts. Uh, right now, technology environment and especially hardware in Shenzhen is beyond, uh, you know, beyond many countries in the world and competing openly with the Silicon Valley. How do you see the, you know, the future of China's tech? What are some of the most exciting technologies that are coming out of China right now? And uh, what is your view on, you know, on how is this going to develop? So I think the tech technology on China, uh, so China have a, one of the uh, biggest uh, uh, advantage of China is uh, we are the water factory. 
we have very good supply chain. Yeah. And um, we also have some uh, very good software companies like uh, like Alibaba and like Tencent. Yeah. Yeah. So so no. So on on hardware and the software side, China have very good foundation. So I think in the smart hardware area, um, Chinese companies have very good strength on this. Because on one side we have very supply chain, and on the other side our software is also very uh, very good. So future hardware products we need to combine hardware and software uh, very good. So I think. Chinese company can handle in this, and uh, they are really good at this. Yeah. yeah. So that's on on smart hardware side, and uh, yeah. But uh, for China, so on on some of the of the, I would say uh, some uh, very high tech area like uh, like uh, I chip, yeah, HIP chip, and some very. Uh, um, very precise machines. Yeah, this in in the high tech area, there is also a long way to do. Also on on some uh, uh, material area. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's also a long way for 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 us to uh, to improve. Yeah, Going forward, the right? Basic. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's beautiful. And you you just mentioned uh, two big players, uh, Tencent and Alibaba, that they have a fantastic, you know, software, and they are also not just you know e-commerce companies or gaming companies or social media companies. Um, they are really the two giants that are driving a lot of uh, technological growth in mainland China. Um, do you think that Alibaba? Or Tencent have a stronger upper hand and advantage in the China market right now. In your view, which company is succeeding? Uh, you mean uh, Alibaba and Tencent? Uh... Who is better? They are both investing in technology. <laughs> so who is going to be? I think mm-hmm. so. For my opinion, I like Alibaba a little more because yeah, Alibaba also in in uh, they um, they are not. They uh, provide a lot of. Uh, they changes the e-commerce of China and also the. The, the supply chain. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So this is actually, I think uh, Alibaba changed a lot of company on the on, on economic side very much, but uh, Tencent they. Yes, they earn a lot of money through games. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I think the for for my favorite Alibaba will be better, and Alibaba put a lot of resources on technology side. They build a very big research center. Yeah, recently, just recently, and yeah, I think they their technology will be. Uh, uh, more, More advanced. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely, absolutely agree. I'm also a big Alibaba supporter, and also Alibaba is doing fantastic job outside of China. You know, they 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 are supporting the Olympics. They are, uh, you know, uh, going out and bringing international brands to China to sell through their platforms. They have a huge office in the U.S. and across. Uh, they are present across Europe and across the region. So. Very interesting and exciting yeah. to watch that. Um, yeah, have you yeah. heard, I'm sure you have, about Robert Sophia? Sophia, yeah. you mean this company? Yeah, 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 yeah. from Hanson's, right, yeah. from, from yeah. Hanson's Robotics. Yeah, the, the lady that looks like a, like a humanoid, the first humanoid robot. She received citizenship from, uh, from I think, Saudi Arabia. And then she is... Um, they say she is the first in this new generation of uh, of uh, uh, you know AI powered robots. What do you think about the future with these AI powered robots? You mean Sophia? Yeah. Sophia, or you mean the AI uh, related robotics? Because for so for Sophia, I don't know. So yeah, he uh, this robot have a very good show, but yeah. I see some. Yeah. Um, 
some scientists comment on this that the technology may be not real. Ooh. You know, it's uh, the AI technology right now. The best AI technology cannot support this kind of performance. You th- yes. okay? The, okay. It should, yeah, it should be not that natural, fluent. But in the future, it's possible. But right now, it's uh, it's nearly. So I I saw some AI uh, scientists say, yeah, that might be uh, not the real AI. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think in the future the AI technology will change our life very much, and it it it, it will replace many uh, many normal work. Yeah. 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 And uh, when it changes, so the moment these extremely smart robots come to life and change our life, uh, how long will it take? Is it five years? Is it ten years down the road? Um, I think it will need more time because for 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 ourselves, for human, yeah, we spend thousands, ten thousands of times to be to be nowadays to go out to uh, to be this 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 uh, kind of ability. But uh, for for AI, so AI is, is um, not so AI can only solve the problems in the digital world. Yeah. But in the physical world, we need some uh, really uh, good uh, machines that can work with AI. So, I mean, the, the bodies of robotics need to be very smart, very strong. Yeah. So for this, I think this may need uh, more time. So, so we need a hardware, and very good hardware and a very good software. The software is, uh, is improving very quickly. And in some area, it's uh, it's more smart than uh, than people. But in the, in hardware, for for robotics to be uh, enter in our normal lives, I think it will take nearly ten twenty years. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, ten twenty years. That's perfect. Uh, and you just now said earlier that. China has a unique advantage of, uh, you know, putting together the software and hardware, which is the future. So do you think that mainland China is going to lead the world uh, in this generation of uh, smart, um, you know, robots powered by AI and technology in the coming 10 to 20 years? Um, I, uh, for, for robotics, uh, so for the very high-tech robotics, uh, we mean that when we, we yeah. so this need a very good technology on, for example, on the on the motor side, do you have the ability to build very uh, small motor that is also very powerful, or the or your control system is good or not? So in this high tech area, China is a little more. So it's it's not a bit that com, um, competitive. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Companies, uh, countries like uh, Japan, like American, they uh, they like you have, you know, I mean Boston Dynamics. So this kind of a company, they have very, very good high tech technology. That's uh, the uh, I think this this is uh, the more important in in future competition. But for us, we we have some normal technology like. Uh, like uh, robotics being used in education, being used in in uh, entertainment. So in, in this area, we don't need uh, that much high tech things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so in this area, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a that's a very interesting view, yeah, because right now there's so much hype about China, uh, you know, going all technology and you know that that the whole tech and the whole future of of uh, AI, robotics, VR, a, uh, augmented reality, etc., is going to be coming out of China and transforming the world, which I partially believe. I believe that retail experience uh, created by uh, Alibaba is definitely much more advanced and it's going to be exported outside of China. But then it's interesting to hear how you say that there's still a long way to go for some other technology so the rest of the world... Uh, you know, is um, is uh, going to propel the whole of humanity in that aspect. That's beautiful. Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry for that. Um, going forward, what do you see 
uh, as a future for MakeBlock and yourself? Uh, how are you going to keep developing and keep growing and uh, being one of the biggest global players in this STEM education? What is your mission? So the final, the worst, the vision of MakeBlock, MakeBlock is to um, help people to create. And uh, I I hope that uh, in the future, if people want to create something, to build something by themselves, they uh, the first thing is that they find a solution from MakeBlock to help mm. them to realize their ideas, no matter where they are. And uh, we hope that the, in all countries, then when they want to start some uh, STEAM education um, class or they have this kind of policy, they will need uh, support on product side from MakeBlock. Yeah, so we hope that in the future by MakeBlock help, many more people will have the passion to create things because in because creating building by building your own things, this will bring people um, a lot of happiness. Yeah. But right now, this kind of happiness is only limited to to some small number of people who have very good technology background. Yeah. But we think that not only geeks, not only makers, not only hobbyists, normal people, they also have the ideas to creating things. But right now, what they think is that this is very hard for them. This is very far away from them. Yeah. So in the future, if they find this is, uh, yeah, they can have the ability to build, to create the, their own things. And uh, this process is also very fun. I think more and more people will try to try to uh, to uh, think, uh, think new ideas and uh, realize their ideas. That's that's beautiful. That's a great, great purpose. And what uh, motivates you personally going forward? I think uh, it's uh, it's the dreams that uh, we want to not on, not not we. I will not say to change the world, but <laughs> uh, I hope I hope that uh, by our effort we can make the world a little better. Yeah. We can make the education a little better. That's that we, that's the strength that encourage us. Absolutely. And who are some of your personal heroes? I'm sure that you're looking up to someone in the industry or in general as an entrepreneur. Who are those people? Elon Musk. Ooh, why Elon? Uh, because I think this is a guy that uh, who 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 is really care about the human future and uh, who have the vision. He is all, always solving the very important problems for humans, and uh, he he is also creating the new things. He's not only to earn money, but he uh, yeah he he is always to solve problems, solve new problems, solve the problems that others are not care, solve the problems that others cannot solve. I think he is he is a hero. Oh, that's so beautiful. So are you going to be China's Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for me, I, uh, yeah, I, for, I will always to try to, yeah, like, like what Elon Musk do to solve new problems, to, uh, yeah, to care about the, the human's future. Not only, yeah, not only very uh, for, uh, personally, think personally, but think from the human side. Right, right. Um, I've got a very different line of questions right now. I would like to talk about girls and ladies and women in business and at work and in, let's say, technology in China. I've been in your office and I saw a lot of your staff being girls. Do you think uh, they are good at, uh, you know, technology? Uh, Do they have what it takes to bring the world to the next level? How do you empower your female employees? Yeah, I think uh, so. Girls and boys, they uh, they have different interests, and yeah. Uh, yeah, they they can also. So if they have the interest, they can do the things bad, uh, good. So for some girls, maybe uh, maybe for most of girls, 
they are they are not interested in robotics, but we also have uh, some girls that they are interested and uh, they 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 are doing a very good job on this. So for for our uh, uh, girl um, female in employees, it's uh, yeah we we just don't uh, make too much difference between male and uh, female. We just think that. Uh, they are equal and uh, yeah and uh, for for some some things like uh, marketing like um, like a communication with uh, with uh, uh, with uh, other companies i think girls are doing really good and, uh, <laughs> yeah that's that's wonderful and i think this is the reason why china is also so successful in so many aspects uh because uh Again, boys and girls do not really have a difference, right? Uh, they bring them, you, you yeah, bring them yeah. to the company and it's just about what you can do, not what gender you are and, uh, you know, how different you are. It's all about uh, what you can bring to the table. And did you know that uh, 114 out of 147 uh, uh, global female self-made billionaires come from China. So it's like 85, 90% of those people come from China. Um, do you think Chinese women are particularly strong or have a particular hunger or desire to do business or be successful professionally? Uh, I think for, yes, I think in, in, in China, the, I think the environment is very friendly to, uh, to women. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, it's, I also see a lot of Chinese uh, uh, female entrepreneurs who uh, who is uh, also very strong, and uh, yeah, and uh, I think uh, compared to 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 American, yeah. maybe uh, yeah, it's uh, similar. I think it's uh, it's similar, and the Chinese Chinese woman maybe uh, they are. Uh, they they have more, a lot of more ambition, maybe. Yeah. And where does it come from? Because this is a huge advantage, right? Where does this ambition and desire come from? Why are they so kick-ass? Um, well, that, I didn't not think this, this question <laughs> before. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think maybe the first is education, because... In, yeah. in our education area, we some goals are performance very good. Yeah, goals keep performance keep the top performance during their education uh, education uh, process. And when after education, these goals one also want to be uh, to be the top one to be uh, not to be a uh, uh, performance as as good as boys. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have very good very. Higher goals for for themselves. Yeah, the standard is just extremely, extremely high throughout the whole uh, of China. Absolutely, I'm I'm very excited about uh, how China is propelling right now, and uh, I'm really, really excited uh, that. There are so many strong men, women, entrepreneurs, hustlers, and that the whole society right now is so positive, right? Um, everybody yeah. believes that the future is going to be better than, than, than uh, yesterday. Um, do you think that, I mean, you started uh, your entrepreneurship journey in 2011, 2012. Do you think it is easier right now to be an entrepreneur in China or is it more difficult if somebody starts right now yeah, in 2018? Sure. It, it will be more easier, more easier. Because during the process of entrepreneurship is becoming very popular and the whole society is encouraging this. And also the government, the VC fund have a lot of resources to support young startup companies. But, but uh, back to about three or four years ago, it's not that uh, popular. It's not that common that for you to start a new new company. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about VC, that's a very interesting subject. So imagine you are a small uh, tech startup right now in 2018. How to get funded by a VC? What would be your, uh, you know, uh, manual to get funded? 
Actually, uh, for MakeBlock, we uh, we also we have uh, some kind of a good brand in in this STEM education area, and uh, STEM education is becoming a very hot area in uh, in I think in the in the market. So a lot of VCs they are putting uh, attention in the area. So uh, actually, it's a lot of VCs will keep talking with us and ask if we need some kind of funding. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, they always try to find the, the best company in, in one area. And sure, we are one of the best that they can find. So yeah. it's, uh, it's uh, not hard for us to find a VC fund. Yes, but if it is a small company and you are you are standing on the shoulders of the giant, you have, uh, you know, seven or six years of, uh, of of branding and you are already a known firm. But if it is a small company and they are just, uh, you know, trying to get funded, what would be your advice? How to get funded right now in 2018? I think, um, I'll say, uh, I think the, for startup companies, uh, just to keep your work to do the do do the right things, do the good things. So 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 choose a good direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, because for for some companies, maybe in the very beginning that direction is wrong. So in the choose our right direction and uh, and try your best to do the in uh, creative things and the good things. Yeah, to yeah. keep your your product should be a. The very the, the first the priority things that you should do product product is is all I think for the for the early age. Yeah, perfect, perfect. So direction must be good and the product must be good, and then the VC firms will come to you. And you also suggest them yeah. to check out some incubators like Hacks and others, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Um, what is your favorite? You already mentioned Wall E that you like that movie. What other movies about the future uh, or entrepreneurship or something not related to business? What are your favorite movies and books that influenced you as a person? Recently, I saw a film that is uh, from, uh, I don't know, English name is a Spear book. So it's about the VR games in the future. I don't know. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's something about the player. It's called something about the player. The player, the top player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Ready Player One. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, I think in in these films, it's uh, uh, it's, um, some kind of future. That may need to they need, we need to worry about that. Uh, so in the future, what the human society the, uh, will be like? If it's that way, I think it it's not beautiful. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, it's possible. You know, if we we uh, we didn't do something to stop that, or yeah, and so yeah, this film is kind of. Yeah, it's it's uh, scary, it right? It's very... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh... and what would be the alternative? So, if you do not want this future when everybody wears the glasses and lives in a virtual world, what would be the future that you would want to live in? Uh, yes. So, like you, you see, like we 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 just don't like want people to be a. Uh, to be totally thrown into the virtual world, we want to drive people to to uh, to back to the physical world. Like mm-hmm. for example, what we provide things that help people to stay in physical world, to building things, to stop, just uh, spend a lot of time in in digital world, to, yeah, in in virtual world world. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. To experience life physically, not only in your mind, right? Yeah, and uh, they also we also want them to be to um, to to master the technology. Not only being solved by being served by by technology, they can uh, they can use technology as a tool, but 
uh, not only served by technology and becoming fat and fat day by day. Yeah. <laughs> and becoming fat and sick and okay, that's that's wonderful. Um, what would be some books that you would recommend all of us to read? Um, so uh, recently, um, what I the books I read is uh, much more about uh, business. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can recommend us some business books. Would be fantastic. What is a good book to check out? Everybody shall check out. Um, Principles from uh, Dalio. Oh yeah, I love that yeah, one. Yeah. What was your biggest takeaway from that whole book? Uh, I think the the I think I learned is that the to in order to do the things good, you need a, to uh, to think deeply and uh, have good tools for that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's true. So approach the problem and attack it with the right tools, with the right mindset, and. Uh, thriving for excellence. That's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Um, so going forward, we already know what MakeBlock wants to do uh, in the rest of the world. Uh, we've got listeners here from across Asia and across the world. What would you like to tell them? What kind of uh, message do you want to deliver on behalf of MakeBlock? You can ask for anything or you can tell them anything. What would be your message? Um, help people stay in the physical world to create things in the physical world, not swollen by the water world. Water world. Absolutely. So, guys, stay in the physical world. Keep building and keep creating, and therefore, Make Blog has fantastic tools and the whole toolbox for you to check out and play. Um, I'm actually a big, big fan and uh, I got a couple of a uh, couple of those robots already uh, listed in my cart to gift to my uh, nieces and nephews. And believe me, it's not only for kids. When I was in the showroom, it's also super cool for adults to program your own games or your own robots and your own stuff. I totally agree with the, uh, Jason that you need to stay connected with, with what's going on with the world. But at the same time, just be creative, develop some of those, some of the juice. Um, Jason, thank you very much for taking this time with us. I utterly enjoyed talking with you. You're extremely knowledgeable and inspirational on so many levels. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and thank to you. And to all of our listeners, don't forget to subscribe to Ashley Talks podcast and do share it out with your friends. We're going to keep interviewing fantastic people from 30 under 30 list and uh, other leading entrepreneurs from across Asia and the globe to, ex to inspire change and understand the future. Stay tuned and chat soon. You've been listening to Asia Tech Podcast. Find out more at atp.show.